4: And he from Salam is in for Rob Parker. We are the Couple Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, they'll help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, it's the way tire buying should be. Also, we can sit here and talk all night about how complicated other banks make it for you to redeem your credit card rewards or we could talk about how with discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time I mean talk about amazing learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms folks do apply we got Howard Beck NBA writer for Sports Illustrated. Joining us at the bottom of the hour, we'll talk to him about Kyrie and the Lakers and what's going on around the association. But for now, Ephraim, let's go to the NFL and tonight's game, Thursday Night Football. About to get underway in a few minutes. The Atlanta Falcons versus the Carolina Panthers. Not exactly must-see TV, but there is at least one interesting storyline, and that is Baker Mayfield. Uh, Of course, he was traded to Carolina um, before the season started. He beat out Sam Darnold for the job, played horribly, then got hurt. And now he's back healthy, but fourth string quarterback. P.J. Walker is the starter and uh, Baker Mayfield's coming off the bench behind P.J. Walker tonight. He still may get in. He got in last game because Walker struggled so badly. But this is what I want to ask you, Ephraim, and I don't know if I'm getting ahead of things, if you got some other stuff you want to address about Baker, but what do you see as his future in the NFL? Or maybe immediate future. Like, What do you think happens to him in the offseason and next season?
6: I think personally, when you look around the league and you look at teams that are trying to fill holes uh, at the quarterback position, just temporarily, um, there are a, f- a few teams out there who, not quite sure they have the guy, are just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a stopgap. Always Washington. Right, right. Like, I mean, they live
4: in that space. That, that that they
6: they own that domain, right? So you right. so you have Washington, you have the Detroit Lions, you have um, the, so you do, think the New Orleans, yeah, I, think I, I do. Baker I,
4: might be as good as golf.
6: I, I mean, look at what, what He he hadn't done anything, what, although what, what,
4: they had the top ranked offense for yeah, a little while, for
6: a little bit, and then. Reality. Right? So so there there's always going to be a place. Look at Indianapolis, right? There's always going to be a place. Um, even, you know, Houston, depending on what they want to do with, right. with, with with Mills, there are gonna right. be teams that'll he's the first he's the first pick in the draft. They're going to be teams that try to breathe life back into him, similar to what Carolina tried to do.
4: So he'll and, bounce And I mean, you look in Atlanta, Marcus Mariota. Right. That's, like, they're gonna get the Mariota. That's that's okay?
6: that's just what it is. And now he he may go somewhere with more talent, the cover to really bear in Carolina. He may go somewhere with with more talent and get an opportunity to to try to have like a rebirth, like Mariota's doing. doing. Um, but from here on out, he'll be relegated to being a backup. He'll be seen as kind of a backup quarterback. He's had the reins for several years, and he has had one successful year. And that was with a truckload of talent.
4: Well, Ephraim, what I was saying, and, and I get it, they didn't seem to want him. But I thought, I may have said it during the show with you, I thought the best case scenario for both Baker and the Browns was if they kept him until Deshaun Watson was ready, right? And he he had to swallow some pride and be there, knowing he was going to lose the job. But if and I think I don't know. I mean, maybe he wouldn't have done a better job than Jacoby Brissett. But I think he would have. And had he had that team, Ephraim, which is a good team. Oh, it's had a good team. he had yeah, yeah. them right. They're much better than their record. Had he had them by the time Deshaun was ready to take over. Let's say he had them a game above 500. I think teams around the league, some of them might have looked at him and said, "You know what? He he's leading them essentially to the playoffs." And so we're you know, he's a guy we can take a chance on. Versus and I agree with what you're saying like teams might view him as a stopgap. He might get a chance to fight for a starting job mm-hmm. on a team that's desperate for a quarterback or they're viewing him as a backup. You can come in and back up so-and-so. So I thought it would have been best. Now, again, I, I don't think the Browns wanted him. It, had he gone there humbly to them and said, look, let's, I think this is good for both of us. Um, I won't make a fuss. But he, he was in his pride. Well, and so he no. couldn't do it. And now you see his situation.
6: The great thing about this happening this year with Baker Mayfield, the Browns, where he is now, is we have a parallel situation that we can look at. That parallel situation is the San Francisco 49ers hmm. and Jimmy Garoppolo and the Discord. There was. A, Jimmy Garoppolo made a goodbye message to the fans. Yep. Like, hey, love you guys. You know, it wasn't derogatory. It wasn't He wasn't in his feelings. It just is right. a business, right, that we're going to move on. And they were trying to find a trade. They were trying to do it. Didn't work out. He was going to make twenty three million dollars. Can't keep yep. both quarterbacks, and you're making that as a backup. So amicably, they went to, to you know to each other, and they said, "Hey, look, this is what we want to do." And he said, "Look, okay, I, I, okay, yep, professional, I, 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 be professional, and it's going to work out in his favor, right." It's going to work out I, in his favor. I totally agree. So he now went from a situation where he may have been relegated to that backup role. Because you got to remember, Jimmy Garoppolo started as a backup. He wasn't right. the first pick in the draft. He didn't come out with all the hoopla and all the, 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 the pomp and the circumstance. He was a guy who, you know, when Tom Brady went down, he came in and did some good things. Then he went to the Niners and did some good things. Right. Injuries up, down, up, down. he has been, to what, two NFC Championship games?
4: Yeah, and one Super Bowl. Right? So, I mean, those are the two years he's been healthy. Right. He's been to the NFC title. Right. Yeah. So
6: so now he's putting himself in a situation with the San Francisco 49ers, who, oh, by the way, just added a huge piece that's going to propel them uh, this year with Christian McCaffrey. We've already seen that pay dividends. Right. Um, and, and take some of that pressure off Jimmy. So now you're in a situation where if Baker would have, Stay professional. We could have been uh, had a similar situation. Yep. And 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 in in, in, in um, Cleveland, but he wasn't. He was in his feelings. He was mad. Yep. All kinds of things came out. Of disgruntled, whatever that may be. And so now you're in a situation where it. This is you know boys to men, right? End of the road <laughs> for for us. Now now he'll be in the league for three, four, five, six more years as a backup. Gonna make some money, right? That's not gonna be the problem. But him
4: getting the keys oh, yeah, to a no. franchise, those days. Brother, are over. those that that's that's gone. Yep. Those days are over. And, and look, I will give him this because I thought prior to this season, his attitude would have kept him out of the league. <laughs> right. Like, you know, yeah. like Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. he thought he was all that. He thought he was getting the short end of the stick. He thought he should be not only a starter, but a, a pro bowler, all that stuff. And he had that attitude about him, that aura, to use Cam Newton's words, even though, obviously, he wasn't as successful as Cam. And I think that's the last thing you want from your backup quarterback.
6: Oh, you can't have
4: Now, like the way he even went to Carolina and handled the competition with Sam Darnold, he was cool. Uh, he got, to me, he got a little bit, he kind of went, he reverted back, like, Remember before they played the Browns, he released those T-shirts off Mm -hmm. the leash. I mean, it didn't work out well for him. Um, I think, though, now, at least right now, now we'll see if he has a relapse, but accepting this role behind P.J. Walker, who you know he thinks he's better than, all of that type of stuff, Ephraim, is helping him for next year. Like, it's leading teams to say we could bring him in as a backup. Mm Mm-hmm.
6: We we need to push this starter. We need to – whatever that may be, he'll be relegated. Somebody gets hurt. He'll step in for right. a couple weeks. It'll be one of those. You know, what's going to happen is a team with a good uh, starting quarterback, right? Like someone uh, – that yeah,
4: he's not even like – It's not even a threat. There's no challenge of – Like I could, right, I could see
6: it like in Minnesota with behind Kirk Cousins.
4: Right, right, right. right. In
6: Buffalo behind
4: Josh Allen. Right and look, that's how now Trubisky. He's probably to that point now where he's done as a starter. But he, he and Mariota, right, learned yes. for a year yep. behind a guy that's better and and got another shot. Got another shot. I don't shot. know if Baker. I don't know if he'll get that because he, no. you know, he's just immature. Um, look, this but, man, this man was the first
6: pick in the draft. And he came in the league with a chip on his shoulder. I'm like, wait yeah, a minute, right. man. What is? What are you right. talking about? <laughs> How you have a chip on your shoulder? You the first pick in the draft. That
4: was definitely from his, you know, the way he grew and developed. But I but I he get needed like, a chip like, on his shoulder at every other level, yeah, but, but what, you would overcome but that. But once you ascend that what you once right. you get there, right. hey man, let that go. No doubt. That's like
6: me having a chip on my shoulder in year thirteen is the same I had when when in, in year one when I was a seventh round right. draft pick at 199th pick. <laughs> the chip got me to stay in the league for over a decade. Right. Right? Like that, I don't know. I don't, I wasn't going into the season in year 10. The, the, like, you, come on, man. I had accomplished so many things. I had evolved. Right. I, but like, what, what are we doing?
4: What do you – you brought up Garoppolo. What do you think next season? I mean, you think he'll be elsewhere? I, I think they're the best. I don't know. Look, I think San Francisco, Philly – and Dallas are the three best teams in the NFC.
6: The, um, the thing that keeps Garoppolo in San Francisco, if they go to the Super Bowl, right? And I'm not saying win. If they win it, it is no way he's leaving. But if they go to the Super Bowl, all right, and he plays well, he does his thing. Now you gotta you gotta make a real you gotta make a real decision. Mm. You got to make a real – and I know you got a very small sample size of Trey Lance. Right. It ain't that good. <laughs> it's not that good, man. I, and, you know, look, I'm pulling for the kid. He's right. young. He's inexperienced. This injury is going to set him back even more. Those pieces, yeah. those pieces you brought in, Christian McCaffrey, Kittle. Oh, no. Those, those, they, they're Devo, right.
4: Samuel, they're getting older. Right. They're not trying to – Your time is now. Right. And next year, you know, no doubt. Because McCaffrey is injury-prone as it is. Hey, man, how long so are we going to be able to ride this? Right, right. Now, it's going to be interesting. And the bottom line is if they don't keep him, the Giants, oh. maybe the Patriots, I don't know. You know, but there's going to be suitors. If you're close and have weapons elsewhere, he you can do much worse than Jimmy oh, G. Oh, much so. worse. All right. I said yesterday, Ephraim, that – uh. I thought a regular season loss might actually be good for the Eagles. We'll get into that next and see what your viewpoint on that is. That's next on the I Couple. Fox Sports Radio is Chris and Ephraim. Keep it locked.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LaVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask?
1: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
4: You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or your office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results. Tire ratings and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should
2: be.
3: Fellas, it's time to stop treating your groins like junk. Introducing the Gillette Intimate Pubic Hair Trimmer, a gentle and easy shave for America's
4: number one trusted men's grooming brand. Show your pubic region some respect with Gillette Intimate, the best a man can get. All right, we want to welcome you to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate. It's presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, and it's backed by a lifetime warranty. So roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Again, lifetime warranty and free home delivery. BigGreenEgg.com. Howard Beck will join us in about 10 minutes. But first, uh, Ephraim and I get into the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, Ephraim, I think if the Eagles are undefeated heading into the playoffs. Like, look, try to win every game, of course. Uh, if they're 15-0 and 0 or 16-0, I would not sit my players. I would try to keep the momentum going. My point is just this. If they go into the playoffs undefeated, I think the pressure will be overwhelming. I think it's just today's day and age. I mean, everybody's going to be talking about can they you know, beat the, the Miami Dolphins of 1972's record, become the only team to go 20 and 0 or whatever it would end up being, 20, 21 and 0. Um, I, I think that's a pressure that you really don't necessarily want going into the playoffs. Again, if you're beating everybody, you, you take it. But I just think a loss might be good for them. What do you think?
6: I don't ever, I would never subscribe to a loss being good for a team. Uh, Can't it, learn it, anything I, from that. Oh well, you can learn anything from 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 wins and losses. That's the beauty of being a dominant team. You can learn from the wins and losses. Now, in that stretch, there will be tough games. There will be games you're going to have to win that are going to be ugly. There are going to be games that you, you know, have to come back late in, in, in a game, right? You can learn from all of that. But to say. You know the, the you, you you have to learn a lesson and a loss. I'm good. If 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 you gave me a chance, if you gave me a hey, you can go 16 and 0, guaranteed, and then a coin flip, in the playoffs, or you can lose a couple games and get to the Super Bowl with a coin flip, or whether you win or lose.
4: Mm. Right. That's a, okay. I gotta hear your answer. I'm. I
6: I I don't want. I, I'll take the coin flip when we get to the, to the playoffs. I'm 16-0. and 0.
4: Well, see, I, here's where I – look, I, and I'm not advocating – I think you understand this, that they go out and take it easy one Sunday. No, you know, no, I, I, know, no I know exactly what you, you're saying. You get saying. what I'm saying. I know exactly but, what you're saying. But I, I, here's a part of why I feel this way, too. If you're just that dominant, you're just that good. Like, if Buffalo this year – Or, heck, even Kansas City went 16-0. I mean, they're not. Obviously, they've lost. But, you know, had they gone 16-0, I would feel a little bit better about it because I think, you know, they're just that good. Mm -hmm. I don't think Philadelphia is that good. Now, they're not the Steelers of a few years ago who started 11-0. But I don't think, like, they've had the easiest schedule. They have the easiest schedule going forward. So I think there's a difference, too. If you just keep, are that much better than everybody, then I think going undefeated might be a, a plus. But if you're not, it could get you thinking you're better than you are.
6: Every win breeds more confidence. Right? Whatever you think the Philadelphia Eagles are, or aren't doesn't matter because every time they win, they change. Right. You know what momentum is. You take a little bitty snowball, you put it at the top of a mountain and you just roll it down. Right. If it doesn't hit any trees or anything, by the time <laughs> it gets to, to the end, the bottom of the mountain, right. It, it, it's giant. People are, are diving out of the way. The Philadelphia Eagles are halfway down the mountain. They haven't hit anything yet. So by the time they get down to the bottom, now they're not worried about pe- things in their way. They're running over everything. That's the mentality. That you, I'm telling you, in that locker room, you start to believe that you're the best team in the league. If everybody in that locker room, and this, this comes from out of nowhere. Nobody had Philadelphia in right. this position. They had them
4: pretty good, but not this.
6: Right. Not no one had this. This kid, man, this quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Right, this was the year. where we're gonna see if the, if he's the one for us. Right, coming into the year, we'll we'll we'll, right. we'll we'll see if if we have to pivot. It's a big quarterback class coming up. We'll right. see. This is a make or break year. Which is crazy to me because it's such a young talent. But now they have a different mentality. And this kid is growing up fast. The success is helping him grow up fast. Right. The leader being Him being a leader of this team is helping him grow up fast. And before you know it, you're going to look up and be like, man, what is happening right now? So by the time they do get to the playoffs, they're a real team. There are no mistakes. You go 16-0, 17-0. There are no mistakes. All right. That's a
4: nice little argument. You didn't convince me. I don't have to but convince nice you, but argument. It is what
6: it is. I mean, <laughs> you you don't have to be, you know, convinced for it to be true. That's just what it is.
4: <laughs> we got our beck of sports illustrated coming up in a moment, but first. Fox
5: Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: All right, thank you, Steve. We are the iCouple, Chris, Bruce, E from Salams in for Rod Parker. We're live from the tirerack.com dot com studios. Our next guest, longtime NBA writer, one of the best out there, senior NBA writer for Sports Illustrated, longtime friend of mine as well. We welcome in Howard Beck. Howard, how are you, man?
7: Doing well, Chris. How are you?
4: I'm great, man. Great to have you on. We appreciate it. And uh, let's get right to it. There's a lot to talk about. So let's start with the Lakers. Um, you were talking, I heard you on the Crossover NBA podcast. Recent, this week talking about uh, that they, right now, they're not looking at, you know, trading with Indiana to get Miles Turner and Buddy Hilt. Uh They're not going to revisit the Kyrie Irving trade talks. Um what you, what is that? Is that cuz the Lakers don't think they're good enough to really compete for a championship, at least not with one of those types of trades? Or does it mean that they're I think you talked about them trying to go after a bigger fish, I don't know, a Kevin Durant type or something like that, um before they would give up those future first round draft picks? Kind of where's their mentality at right now?
7: So, Rob Palenka, the Lakers GM, kind of telegraphed things in the uh, in the lead-in to the season, on media day, when he basically said, look, this is something we can only do once. We've got these two future first-round picks. They don't have much else to trade. They're kind of hemmed in. and it's a, So it's a bullet you can only fire once. And so what he was indicating was we're not doing this unless it's kind of the home run move, the move that brings them back to contention. I would say that's the wrong standard, personally, but that's the standard he's using. I think the standard should be just be respectable and try to make the game playoffs um, and don't waste another year of LeBron's career. But it's pretty clear that what they're doing is holding out for something bigger. Now, I spoke to a bunch of rival GMs and others around the league last week while I was working on a story primarily about the Nets and workshopping the idea that I wrote about, which is that the Nets need to blow it up. In the course of that, I asked them. Other folks around the league, hey, what do you think about the idea of them re, uh, you know, engaging on Westbrook and something, you know, maybe one of the picks? You're probably not sending out both picks for Kyrie, especially now. But Westbrook and a pick for Kyrie, and some of the folks I talked to thought that was plausible. But some of them also said, no, what's really happening is the Lakers, they're not interested right now, at least. This was, you know, it got misinterpreted when this stuff got gets aggregated, which always happens. It wasn't that they're not ever going to do or, or couldn't possibly do a Kyrie deal or couldn't possibly do the Indiana deal. It was more that for right now, what they're hoping is they get a shot at somebody bigger, a bigger name. I didn't name that person on the podcast, but uh, Chris Haynes, our friend over at Turner Sports, has since written something that uh, lists Bradley Beal, and that was the name that I decided not to list when I was on <laughs> my podcast the other day. So now that Chris has put Bradley Beal's name out there, I don't mind saying that's the name that I decided not to, to to put out there the rationale there is this so the wizards for the umpteenth consecutive year don't look like they're necessarily going anywhere now they're, they're right. off to an okay start but if beale we've all been waiting to see if beale's ever going to get fed up enough to ask for a trade hmm. la is a place that that i'm told by people around the league he would go and he's got a no trade clause which means he can steer this thing so that could right. work in the lakers favor the well, question then becomes is westbrook and two firsts enough for beale if, you know, if if that comes to pass.
6: Well, well, Howard, let me ask you this, because we've heard this before about guys wanting to come to L.A. And, and much to the Lakers uh, and myself's dismay, they've chosen the other, the sister team in Los Angeles and <laughs> the Clippers. So, you know, he, Paul George, he, wanted, he wants to come to L.A., wants to come to L.A. Oh, we got him. We got him. He's with the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard oh, he wants to come to L.A., grew up in the I.E., He's at the Clippers. It happens over and over and over again. So I'm asking you: Is this something that the Clippers uh, would would be interested in? I know they uh, got John Wall off the off the heap, and uh, he's playing well for him off the bench. So is it a, a foregone conclusion that it would be the Lakers?
7: Well, there are no foregone conclusions, Ephraim. I mean, that's the thing. Right now, this is. I, I think this is best categorized as a laker pipe dream
6: or at least if, <laughs> there we go that's what i wanted to if, hear if you want to
7: if you want to be if you want to be more generous about it a laker hope right there we go with okay, the lakers, okay. The, the lakers are hoping that some team that has a star becomes disgruntled sometime soon and soon enough that they can make a deal involving Westbrook and the two future first also that team has to be willing to take on Westbrook's contract which is you know it's in its right. last year but those two future firsts have to be attractive enough. And the thing is, let's put Beal aside for a minute because he has no trade clause. He could actually steer something. He could. The Wizards could say, no, Bradley, we've got other better trades that are better for us. And Bradley Beal could say, no, I'm not going to fill in the blank team. I only want to go to the Lakers, in which case maybe that deal comes to pass. But if it's about anybody shaking loose, whether it's Kevin Durant, whether it's whoever, throw into the, the rumor mill, it's still going to come down to does that team – think that Westbrook plus two future Laker first is enough Mm. and I don't know really that it is although everybody expects the Lakers to crash and burn the next few years and everybody expects that that the first round picks especially if you get them unprotected in 2027 and 2029 could be really attractive
4: Howard let's move to the Nets. uh simple question is Kyrie Irving tradable
7: so that was the question, Chris, that I was asking last week. In addition to what could they get for Durant and is, does Ben Simmons have any value whatsoever right, right now? And the answer on that one is absolutely no. Um, you know, somebody might make a deal for him anyway, buy low, but they're not going to give you much. Right. Uh, in Kyrie's, Kyrie's case, look, there's his, just his track record over the last several years, right? He. he people view it as he kind of blew things up in Boston, and he's blown things up in Brooklyn, and he's unreliable, and he's constantly not playing for one reason or another. Right. And he's just a difficult, you know, he's, he's kind of an agent of chaos at this stage. And then you throw on top of that the baggage that he's now carrying from having posted an anti-Semitic film to Twitter, and it—you it, know a lot of teams are just going to feel like I, they have no interest. When I wrote this story last week, again, about the idea of breaking up the Nets, one of the people I talked to, and this is somebody, an executive in the Western Conference, said, I, I wouldn't trade my 15th man for him. I just don't want him on my wow. team, period. Right. There's, no, right. there's no amount I would pay to, 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 to take him on because as talented as he is, he's just viewed as somebody who's going to wreck your team's culture and chemistry. And so I, I just – it would take a very desperate team. And the Lakers are desperate, so let's be clear. <laughs> right, the Lakers, I mean,
4: does, would – I know you might not know exactly, but do you think that, like if the Nets were willing to trade Westbrook for him, which I don't know that they are, but do you think the Lakers would take him? I,
7: that's a really difficult one, Chris, because I don't know what Genie Buss's stomach or Rob Palenka's stomach is for acquiring Kyrie and everything that's coming with him now. If this was a conversation we were having a month ago, before right. the current controversy, then I'd say probably, yeah, you know, there's some risk there, sure, but hey, he's won a championship with LeBron and played with him before, and LeBron is going to control the, the, the culture and the atmosphere right. in that team, and you trust him to do that. But now you've got to answer questions on the day you mm-hmm. acquire him Every about day. all of this stuff. And so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I still think, like I say, whatever we've seen of Westbrook as a six-man, okay, fine, it's nice, but <laughs> – Kyrie's still a better player and more impactful for all the right. baggage he comes with. He can shoot. You know, Yeah, so Westbrook plus one of those firsts for Kyrie still makes sense to me, still makes sense to some of the folks I've talked to around the league, but only the Lakers know for sure oh. whether or not
6: that's a risk they're willing to take. Howard, let me get, let me get this one in quick about the uh, Golden State Warriors. What, is, what has, has happened? And we got um, about a minute Right, left so I, I just want okay. – what, what, what are you seeing going on or going wrong in Golden State? I think mean, there's a bunch of different
7: things that are possibly going on, and it may be a little bit of everything. Um, there are age issues both at the at the the older end because those guys have some miles on them, and at the younger end because they're trying to use a lot of their young guys in the rotation. And maybe Kaminga and Moody and Weissman and these guys just aren't ready for that much responsibility yet. The defense is sagging, and that's been a, a you know a calling card for them for years ever first, since they first became a champion. And, you know, that's not unusual early in a season two. Maybe there's a little bit of championship hangover. And yeah, maybe lingering in the background of all this is maybe their chemistry took a bigger dent than anybody anticipated when Draymond Green threw that punch at Jordan Poole.
4: Mm. All right. That's our man, Howard Beck, senior NBA writer for Sports Illustrated, one of the best in the league. Great stuff, man, as always. Thank 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 you. Thanks, Howard. Thanks, gents. Appreciate it. Take care. Absolutely. All right, brother. Peace. Uh, Jeff Saturday. I don't need no freaking experience. We'll get into that next couple. Fox Sports Radio.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or... Get Goofy officially step up like a boss and save the day or see what life's like under the tree of life did you if you could would you when we come through it's true magic because we came to play bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort
1: there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
4: You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring Tires.
3: Fellas, it's time to stop treating your groins like junk. Introducing the Gillette Intimate Pubic Care Trimmer, a gentle and easy shave for America's number one trusted men's grooming brand. Show your pubic region
4: some respect with Gillette Intimate, the best a man can get. All right, it's the I couple, Chris Broussard, Eve from Salam, and Farah Parker. And we could talk about how complicated other banks make it for you to redeem your credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem those rewards for cash in any amount. At any time, it's amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. All right. uh, The big controversial news around the NFL this week, Ephraim, was, of course, Jeff Saturday, who a week ago was making us giggle on uh, Get Up, (laughs) is now the coach. Of the Indianapolis Colts, here's Saturday talking about it. Everybody's been dissing it, and here he is talking about it.
7: I'm completely comfortable in who I am as a man, bro. I know I can lead men. I know I know the game of football, and I'm passionate about it. I have no fear about, are you as qualified as somebody else, bro? I spent 14 years in a locker room. I went to the playoffs 12 times. I got five dudes in the Hall of Fame that play with it. You don't think I've seen
4: greatness? All right, Ephraim, I'm going to give you the floor, because okay. I want to hear from an ex-player's perspective But quickly, it's nothing against Jeff Saturday. Uh, He looks like a great guy when I see him on TV. He obviously was a very good player. And everybody seems to feel that way. Like, no, I don't think anybody's like holding this against Jeff Saturday. It's just the Colts. And Ephraim, I think the NFL is so much harder to coach than the NBA or Major League Baseball, where we've seen guys with no experience do it. I just, it just seems impossible to me as a an NFL coach to come in there from high school to the NFL. Am I overstating that, or what are your thoughts?
6: Uh, no, it's, it's it's not impossible. And, you know, not to take anything away from Jeff Saturday and his accomplishments and the locker rooms he's been in and the great players he's played with, that has zero to do with coaching. <laughs> okay? That has zero to do with coaching. Right. And – to think that it does is the first misstep, mm. in my opinion.
4: Mm. So what L- would you have what, – what, L- L- hold, hold, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on.
6: Listen to this. You can take some of the most dynamic offensive and defensive coordinators in the history right. of the game. I'm talking about guys who've had defenses that just locked down. Take some of the offensive minds – right, who can score points by the truckload.
4: Josh McDaniels.
6: Right? (laughs) And then you put them in the head coaching position and you start asking yourself three years in, what happened? Right. What happened to this guy who was so successful at a high level in the league on one side of the ball or the other? Because there's more to coaching than just that. There's more to coaching than coaching the defense, head coaching, excuse me, coaching the defense, the offense, or the special teams, or a position. You have to do it all. And you have to keep your eye on it all. That's why I've always said this. Dynamic and great coordinators don't always make dynamic and great head coaches. Right. There's a rhythm to this thing. Right. There's a rhythm to being able to lead all of the people in the organization. Because as the head coach, you're the you're the face. You're the vo- you're the focal point. Right. And so being thrust in a situation where you don't have Peyton Manning as your quarterback that you played with, Jeff. Right? <laughs> or Any other top elite quarterback or even a young guy who's going to be the next, right? You don't have a Josh Allen. You don't have a Patrick Mahomes, right? So now you have to bear the brunt of what's about to happen. What's happening right now to the Colts? Trash. Right. So you got to be able to sift through the trash, number one, and pick the pieces that you want to keep and throw everything else away. All while building out the right staff, the, the finding the right players, like it, it's more than just stepping in that building. And
4: are, is he calling plays? Is he gonna well, call plays? You saw is the he? guy they got calling plays is thirty years old, right? Like, what, 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 what we doing? And he was the assistant. Uh, what was the assistant offensive? He coordinator could be Jeff's like son. Right, like I. Is there anything you could have heard from Saturday at that press conference that would have made you feel better about this? Well, if he would have came in and said, "Hey, look,
6: um, I know this came out, you know, out of the blue. A lot of I'm not, you know, but I'm serious about this. This means a lot to me, and I know the first thing about uh, being a head coach is putting the right staff together, and Mm -hmm. that is my priority. All right, I, I want to bring uh, all the knowledge." That I have about this game, about being a leader in the locker rooms, I want to bring that in, but I also want to bring the the great minds that make this game go. Right. But now we're like, oh, That's okay. Good. Now, now I'm like, oh, okay. Like I,
4: you don't well, have I, to be, Ephraim. E I almost feel, and, and if I mean, if Jeff Saturday like wants to have a career in coaching, head coaching, I I think when when Ursa called him, he should have been like, you know what. Give me – I'll do it next year. Like, give me time. I want to start looking at a staff. To your point, uh, let me start putting some things together, and then I'll do it next year. You know what I mean? I'll have a training camp, all that. I – it'd be tough for, a like, a seasoned coach to step in midway and, through the if season. If
6: you went and got somebody – if you went and, and, and got, some, you know, somebody who uh, was fired last year who was the head coach, it'd be hard for him. let alone yeah. a guy who was just hanging out. Yep. And I'm not saying All hanging right. out like not doing nothing.
4: We got an hour left. Keep it locked, Odd Couple. At bed 365
2: we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
1: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
6: The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust.